There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. Wall Street, uh, there was a, uh, within recent days, it was up 200 points. I was like, whoa. That's pretty good, right? We're we're at this uh, this point now where people are uh, investors are unsure of what's happening. Good news is bad, and and bad is good, right? If you get a good jobs report out, that's supposed to be good, but yeah. the stock market doesn't think it's good because that means the Fed may raise rates again, which is bad for the stock market. Um, you know, the price of oil is going up and down. We've got these geopolitical events more now. Uh, happening in the Middle East and and in Ukraine, um, so it's this flood of information and, coming. And the Biden in. administration is getting flack for selling off our, some of our oil reserve. Now that you've got the geopolitical thing going on in the Middle East, it's like, uh oh, we need that oil. Yeah, you know, so right. I mean, I a lot of factors. There's there's a lot of factors. Uh, you know, pl- politics aside, you know whether we should have sold it off or not. I I'm not in a position yeah. to opine on that, but that's part of the uh, information that's that's that's, that's coming into the stock yeah. market that's that's driving uh, these ups and downs. Is there and, too much? Is there too much information coming to the stock market? Sometimes you you know you you think that there might be. Uh, no. No, I take that back. I don't think there's too much information coming into the stock market. I think people are reacting. Uh, they have knee-jerk reactions to the information being presented to them. You know, years and years ago, you remember the day we would open up the newspaper and see the look at the stock pages. You get the ticker and you can see what the volume yeah. was and the price and the earnings per share and whatnot. Now that's at the you know it's at our fingertips. So that information is readily available, and all of the um, events happening in the world are, are coming in on a real-time basis. And that information is good. It's actionable. It's informative. But people tend to react emotionally with this information. And that isn't really good. It's not good for them as investors or savers. And it doesn't do well for the uh, sustainability, if you will, uh, of the stocks and the bond markets when you have massive volatility based on you know, knee-jerk reactions. But me, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it at this point. Let me give you six words. Walter Cronkite, Chet Huntley, David Brinkley. That's how I got my news <laughs> as a kid. And there were only five channels. <laughs> and it was news. It was unbiased. It was, yes, yes. Now there's so much bias in the news we read. Well, that's it. Uh, that's yeah. it. You, and you know that. So you go to one of the outlets that right. spins your particular direction. And there's definitely spin. <laughs> oh, and social media. There's just oh, so much stuff out is. there. How do, you, how do you sort... Through well again, this this all gets back to, uh, you know, how do you plan for retirement? Don't go to your friends. Don't look at social media. Don't knee jerk react. Talk to a professional. I speak with a professional. Speak yeah. with somebody that that lives and and breathes this stuff on a daily basis. And and and, and work with an advisor who's seen the ups and the downs. Um, you know, I've been doing this for thirty years. Have and, you really? It's been thirty years now. I know. Shh, I'm sorry, sorry but okay. <laughs> 
it's uh, I can't believe it's been 30 years. Uh, but yeah, it's been 30 years. You know, I started working in, in investments back in college when I was in New York. And um, that was the early 90s. So I've, I've seen the, the, the crashes and, and the bull markets and um, seen the, the information change um, that, that's available we just spoke about. Yep. Um, so it's been a long time. But the point is, uh, you know, I've seen what happens um, and what goes up and what goes down and, and how to prepare for it. And that's what you want in an advisor. If you don't work with an advisor today and you're looking for one, find somebody who's been doing this for a while and understands you know, how these cycles work. Well, and your point is well taken, but I think there are people, many people, that are sitting there saying, I'm not on the path to having a million-dollar portfolio, probably not even a half a million dollar. Right. I'll be lucky to have $100,000 and I'll own my own house, and I'll have Social Security. So why am I going to go see a professional? I, I'm embarrassed because I didn't do that. People hold themselves back. They do. A lot of people will, will are nervous of, of, of seeking help because they don't think that they have – they're not worthy of it, if right. you will. And right. and I, gosh, you know, I speak, I use that word too many times. <laughs> I doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. You know, somebody's $100,000 is another person's $10 million, right? It's their, it represents their life savings and everything that they've been able to put aside, okay? Yep. And it's so important that you get help if you need it to make sure that you've protected that. Because I'll tell you what, Peter. Once you retire, you have lost the ability to put money into that. Right. You're not working anymore. You can't contribute. There's literally nothing to contribute. you got to make sure that's protected and it's going to be there for your lifetime. So working with an advisor can help you put together a smart retirement plan, one that can anticipate the ups and the downs in the markets, one that can help anticipate uh, health risks that you may face, one that can help anticipate high inflation. Um, you know, you name it. You've got to be prepared for these risks that could really hurt uh, your savings. So you can, as you pointed out, uh, the, you can take care of somebody's $100,000 just as well as somebody's $10 million. For sure. You know, and, and, and I want to maximize that 100000 uh, It's all I got. So how can I stretch it as far as I can? That's why I talk to you. Uh, exactly. You know, it's really important whether, again, whether it's a hundred thousand or a million, um, that you really assess your financial situation. You know, you want to look at your what your income is, not only now but more importantly, what your income is going to be in retirement. And if you think about where that's coming from, right? It's your social security. It's a pension if you're lucky enough to have one. Right. Um, it's maybe an annuity that you um, have or will purchase to produce income for you. Yep. And then, of course, it's going to be your withdrawals, if you have them, from your 401ks and your IRAs, right? right. That's your income coming. It's got to look at the income. you got to flip that or look at the other side of that. Look at what your expenses are. I say it every time. I think every episode we do, I talk about expenses and how it's so important. Sure. But I mention it so frequently because it is that important. You need to understand where your money's going. You know where it's coming in. It's only a handful of sources, but it goes out a multitude of ways between taxes and insurance and, and uh, fuel um, and eating. And, and you, unexpected you things. Un unexpected yeah. things, right? Yeah. Understand what your expenses are. Compare that to your income and, and produce that income plan or, or look at what your income plan is going to look like um, in retirement. Of course, you also want to look at your liabilities, right? Now, liabilities – end up being expenses because you're making monthly payments on, on whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, but determine what your liabilities are and how quickly, how aggressively you can pay those off before you retire. Right. 
it's a wonderful thing to enter retirement not having a mortgage, not having yep. a car payment, right. not having any student loans left over. Being debt free, if you can do that, um, you know, you can really minimize um, some of that outflow, if you will. No, absolutely. Your expenses. You know, and I was uh, I listened to you talking about. People say, hey, I'm going to get to retirement. I got some money, and I'm going to enjoy myself. So I'm going to, I'm going to spend 5% uh, of, of what I've got. And I was looking at one of my uh, investments, and it came back in and said, so far, year-to-date, you've made 4, it was about 4, 4.3% interest. Right. I'm like, okay. So if I'm spending 5, if I'm taking 5% out, and I've only making 43 <laughs> Uh, that's not a good path. No, that's a negative path. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're spending more uh, than you're making or your, your right. investments are earning. Right. Um, it's really important to look at what you're – we're talking about our safe withdrawal rate, okay? Mm-hmm. How much money can we realistically take out of our retirement savings without running out of money? That's my biggest risk, right? And when I do these seminars, I say, what's your biggest, what's your biggest fear, and so my biggest risk, my biggest fear. What's your biggest fear out there? And and nine out of ten people say, Sean, I'm scared to death of running out of money. Um, and, and I don't blame them. So you run out of money by not by one of the ways is by taking out too much money out of your yep. savings. Okay, I've um, earned it. It's my money. It's my money. Yeah, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's there for. Yeah. You saved it to yeah. spend it. Absolutely. But you have to determine how much you can safely withdraw. If we go back to the 1990s, the safe withdrawal rate was calculated to be about 4%. So what they said is if you had right. a, a million dollars, yep. you could safely take 40000 out per year, and you're not going to run the risk of running out of money. Okay? We had a fairly healthy stock market. The bond market was pretty strong. It, 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 that's what it looked like. Inflation right. was fairly tame. Now, if you look at the – you know, take those things into account and you say, what's the safe withdrawal rate? They're saying it's between 2 and 3%. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. So think about that, what it would mean for you. If I said you can only take out 2% now, well, Sean, I need $40,000 a year. Well, if you need 40000 you could take 2% out. You now need a $2 million portfolio. Wow. Yeah. It's, you know, it's so it's you're, 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 what you need on a dollar basis it remains kind of stable, I, I hope if you will. $40,000 is not. Is, I, I need as opposed to I want. Well, that's why you do your expenses. That's thank right. You. Yeah, and and there are some needs, right? You like retirement shouldn't be just you know paying the bills and doing nothing else, <laughs> right? You want to travel, you want to enjoy things. So yeah. when you do your expenses, you do it two ways. You have one sheet that has your survival expenses. Mm-hmm. Those are your taxes because we're always going to be paying our taxes, unfortunately. Um, but our taxes, our insurance, heat, electricity, hot water, water, food. Um, that's what you need to survive. We also do a separate sheet. These are your discretionary expenses or your I want to spend, <laughs> if you will. That's going on vacation. It's going to dinner. Um, it's going to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. You know, it's much cheaper to brew your coffee at home. Oh, yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I get people it. People want their dunks. Yeah. Um, but add up your dunks every day for a year and tell me how much you spend. <sighs> You'd be shocked. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so look at your expenses two ways. And then if something happens in retirement, let's say the stock market crashes and now you're taking out the same $40,000, but your portfolio value is less. So now on a percentage basis, you're taking out more 
which you know to be unsustainable, okay, now where can we cut back? Well, we'll go to our expense worksheet. We'll see, okay, no more dunks for you. And, yeah. uh, you know, you can't go to dinner uh, every week. You know, you can look at that to help you identify where to cut expenses. So people need to establish this plan before they retire. I mean, coming to see you, hey, I'm turning 65 and I'm bailing, a uh, little ship's left. It's recommended. Yeah. It's recommended to do it in advance. Yeah. Um, there's, sometimes people don't. I, you know, People will come in and say, Sean, I'm, I, we're retiring next week or next <laughs> month. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Can we do it? I said, well, it seems like you've made the decision already. Let's see what we need to do to make it work. Uh, but the best thing to do is, is to plan, right? Really, hopefully... You've been, you know, folks have been putting money into their IRAs and their 401ks since they were in their 20s, right? Right. That's the first step, just putting money aside and allowing it to build up, okay? That's that's the key thing early on, right? And then as we get closer to retirement, now we have to look at, okay, how much have we saved? How much are we going to be spending? You know, uh, what type of risk can we take? How much, by risk, I mean, how much can we afford to lose in our savings uh, without disrupting our plan? All right. So it's important to look at what that might be to determine, you know, 10, 15 years away from retirement. Are you on path to reaching your goals so that you can retire when you want to retire? So it's really important to understand what that journey is going to look like and make sure you're doing the right things between today and retirement to make it happen. Then you take a look at your your bills. Um, The things you want to do are over here. Social Security is here. Uh, then it's how much more do I need to bridge Social Security and this to cover all that to get me where I want to be. Right. Social Security. Do you know how much Social Security is is expected to cover of expenses in retirement? Forty percent. You got it. Yeah. We've had this conversation, yeah. haven't we? No. It's 40. <laughs> but but I do listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's forty percent, okay. right? It's not meant to be a, no. a pension that covers everything. It's meant to be a supplemental right. income. Uh, in in but for a lot of people, you know, you know, for a it's lot, the primary. Yeah, for a lot of folks, it is primary, and um, it's amazing actually how many folks that I've met with that are able to survive and and live on Social Security alone. Um, they typically have much lower cost of living, um, yeah. but for for the vast majority, it's only about forty percent. So where's the rest of the money coming from? Pensions, I love pensions. Nobody has them. Yeah. Very few. I mean, yes, people out there have pensions, and those that have them have typically have wonderful pensions that produce a lot of income, um, but they're hard to come by these days. And so that leaves you with taking money out of your savings, right? So you have to make sure that you can, uh, you have enough money to to bridge that uh, that gap between Social Security and expenses. So one of the things that um, people look at they. When I ask people, do you think pensions are great? It's like, absolutely. I wish I had a pension. Well, you can structure your own pension. Certain annuities you can use to structure uh, an income stream mm-hmm. for when you retire will give you a set amount of dollars every single month that will be there for the rest of your life. So it operates just like a pension. So it's my own personal pension. It's your own personal pension. Oh. And that, that money that's being sent to you is not subject to the ups and downs of the stock market. It's fixed. So you don't have to worry about big market crashes and taking too much money out. You know that annuity check is going to be coming Still in every coming single in. month just like a pension. I don't think anybody should be going out and saying, take all my money and buy, a, buy an annuity with it. But you can use it to help offset that gap as you articulated, between Social Security income and your expenses. And if you have some money, look at 
divesting some of it into certain areas that can help you down the road. Absolutely. So annuities are one of them. Yep. You know, other things you look at, um, people have, a lot of people have these target date retirement uh, or mutual funds in their retirement plan yep. in their 401k. Those are, when you look at them, uh, like the 2030 fund, that's designed roughly for somebody who's expected to leave the workforce in 2030. A 2050 would be somebody who's leaving in 2050. Now, the exposures or the risk, the profile of those funds are going to be different. The 2030 fund is going to be much more conservative. That's somebody who's near the end of their career and will be retiring. Okay. The 2051 is representative of some, somebody that's got 25 more years of working to go, and they can be more aggressive. So over time, that 2051 2050 fund will become more conservative as we approach 2050, um, but right now it's 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 fairly aggressive. People, when people come in to see you, they say, "Okay, I'm ready for retirement." But are they really ready for retirement? Especially when you point out that uh, the demographers, demographics people have said, "Hey, uh, by the way, uh, we're living into our 90s now." Uh, it's like oh, I don't think, which takes us back to. What are you scared about? I'm scared about running out of money. Right. When you sit there and say that to people, does that reality just sink in like, oh, Lord, I'm not ready? Sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's... uh, And how do you, as a fiduciary, take that negative and turn it into a positive? You know, I don't look at it in negatives and positives. I just look at it based on reality, right? Let's just look at the facts. And so when people come in and say, I want to retire, I mean, the first thing we do is we take stock of the current situation um, and determine where they are. And then we try to forecast out what that's going to look like um, in retirement. And, you know, some people, you know, you're right, they aren't quite ready. And you have to say, listen, if if you do that and we have some negative returns in the next couple of years, this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. If we don't have any negative returns in the next couple of years and everything's rosy, sure, you're good. But do you want to plan for the best or do you want to plan for the worst and hope for the best, right? right? right. We really try to look at what the worst case scenario might be. If you can plan for that and make it look good, i.e. the projections in retirement, if we can, if we can make sure that those are suitable for you in a negative um, bias – then anything that happens better than that is gravy and it's going to take the pressure off. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. 
Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.